Hello and welcome to Bravo Bravo Epping Bravo. Hi, Mariana. Morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. The sun is out. Our probs hit the uh, pool later. So nice out. I know. Apparently it's supposed to be cold tomorrow. Fuck that on the uh, weekend. Ugh. Uh, so rude. I know. Anyway. Well, I want to have like a summer Friday. You know how on like um, yes. summer house they all have summer Fridays? I wish we had that. Oh my God. That would be so cool. Yeah. I've already started with the um, the spritz, <laughs> the Aperol spritz. Aperol. I've been making Aperol spritzes this week. Nice. I know. Gearing into summer, get into it and get the fuck out of our COVID winter misery we've had. <laughs> I know. I'm looking oh, for- part of me today, I was like, oh, God, I'm not ready for lockdown to end. No. I'm not ready for beach weather. I'm not ready. <laughs> oh, definitely do not have my summer body ready. Oh, my God. Speaking of which, Vanderpump starts next week. Are you going to watch it? Nah. Okay, I will. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're supposed to be all grown up with kids and stuff, but the um, strategically so, the, what do they call it, the, the little clip preview thingy, they're just all mm-hmm. fighting and being bitchy, so we'll see. Mm. Nothing's changed. But I'm looking forward to another show. I can't wait for Summer House to start. I love <sighs> that show. I love it. And Winter House. Well, I read somewhere that Winter House is only going to be like, half a dozen episodes or something. I'm like, oh. It's just a little treat. Well, when? When are we getting this? When are we getting our housewives mash-up thingies as well? What the fuck? <laughs> Must be coming. Oh, hurry up. Did you did you watch Below Deck, by I the way, before we get into housewives? I was about to ask you. Bitch got uh, fired. Thank the Lord. Thank. You know what? What's her name again? Lindsay? Lu- Lexi. Lexi, whatever. She reminds me of Candace. Oh, she's an evil person. She's Matt, a, the chef, as much as he's a dickhead, he was right. She's a horrible person. She is a horrible human being. She's just ridiculous. How could she not that, be utterly embarrassed about that fucking phone call she had with a mate going every time I'm friends with poor people, basically, or not rich uh, people, as she puts it, that it doesn't go well? It's like, bitch, you are a housekeeper. You're a maid on a I boat. Know. Like, how and rich the are you? abortion comment, oh, my goodness. I mean, oh, just, <laughs> just, just, it's like she's fucked. She's and, like, the like, napping in the van and then being like, why didn't anyone wake me up? And because Delani, you're a bitch. Was like, I tried. <laughs> because you're a bitch and no one wants you around. Like, why are you asking so obvious good. questions? I know, it's great. It's I good. even um went, you know how they, they they air episodes ahead of time on Peacock or whatever. I, I found a link to the to the next week's episode and I watched ahead because <gasps> I was like, I just love it so much. <laughs> so, shall we get into it, Beverly Hills? Sure. Del Mar by the Shade. So I finally looked up Del Mar and I feel like a moron because I'm like, oh, it's just in San Diego, right? That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a couple hours down south. Pretty much. But you know what? I loved it. Yeah, me too. I thought it was like one of the best tr- COVID trips we've had since, I don't even know when. I mean, that. Since f- like Bolo? That Fairmont um, resort. How Kathy Hilton, right? I know. I loved it. I looked up the room prices because you know me. Mm-hmm. Kathy and Kyle's suite, which is the presidential suite of. And I don't know US prices. You can convert yourself. But it's like over five. It's like five and a half grand a night. And the I decided to look it up when Garcelle arrived and he said you're in one of the best 
suites. The I think it was like the Palazzo suite. Hers is like mm-hmm. a thousand bucks a night. Great. Yeah. And for once, I'm sure production paid for it. I'm sure there was a deal because I know Garcelle said like, you know, how full is the place? And the guy was like pretty empty and because um, <clears throat> it's winter, etc. But I'm like, for once, I actually would believe that Kathy paid for it all. But, yeah, yeah, I was so excited when I found out she was the one organising the oh, trip. I was like, yes. Bitch, I, I clapped. I literally like <laughs> clapped to myself. I was like, yippee, like a totes moron. But anyway, all right, so – we start off with Kyle. Um, bitch has four Birkenbags. Four. Fucking Kyle. That's a lot of Birkin. <laughs> and then she uses her shoe as a phone holder. Like, <laughs> the, I know those shoes. They're Bottega Veneta shoes. They're like a $900 pair of shoes. And then we got the little flashy. It said $890 shoes. That's like $1,200 Australian dollar shoes. So uh-huh. basically, as far as we're concerned, she's got a $600 phone holder. Wow. Like, bitch, get a plastic stand. Um, all right, so the girls are like, you know, packing and getting ready. And I was so impressed with Kathy because she did not have an assistant pack for her. She was packing <laughs> while her dog Motor was keeping her company. I'm impressed. You know what? I love I love Kathy, but there's a few instances this episode where I'm like, oh. Oh, really? <laughs> when it comes to her being like a rich elitist person. Yeah, how she talks to staff, how she deals with staff, like that world she lives in. I just, love her as a person, but the whole world of it is so cringe to me. Well, what? A, how do you feel then about Kyle's explanation that, that their mum doted on Kathy and then she went straight from living with her mum to having Rick, so she's not really had to fend for herself? Yeah, I still don't feel sorry for her, even if it's understandable. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't feel sorry for her. I just think she's a... She is oblivious, but I don't think she's unkind about it. It's such an unpurposeful reaction that I kind of give her a pass. Is that wrong? No, I, I'm kind of giving her a pass too. But like the 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 world of it is—it's just, just beyond us. That's all. Is, yeah, um, I know. I um, I was. You know how normally I'm I'm like. T- just sort of looking up and then typing notes and stuff. I was really trying to soak in the room and like <laughs> in her room. She had a freaking massive stuffed llama. Like in <laughs> is that her bedroom? Is that her boudoir? Like I was sitting there going, this can't be her bedroom. Rick can't be cool sleeping next to a llama. What the fuck's going on here? I love it. I love it. I love it. It's so cute. I noticed that she um, had the same kind of luggage as Kyle and I'm like, did you buy Kyle this luggage for Christmas? And I looked it up. Lillian Bean is the brand. They're a UK brand. So just FYI. Yeah, that was a cute little matching set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liked it. And then Kathy's talking to Dorit on the phone and Dorit is babbling on about Garcelle and Kathy's just like, I'm going to play with my makeup or something. Dorit was babbling on so much that not only did Kathy sort through her makeup, but she was able to put on her face and then had (laughs) fucking time to spare. And she wasn't listening to a word Dorit said. Oh, no, she zoned out for sure. For sure. So funny. And she was doing the mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like I'm listening but I'm not really. I love it. I love it. So funny. And it's so ironic because Dorit was talking about how like people don't listen to I her. Know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so good. Normally those little teeny tiny scenes before we get to it kind of I just glaze over them but that was hilarious. That was yeah. So funny. Anyway, so they all decide they're meeting at Kyle's house before they – they go down the coast. Rina arrives first. No surprise. And she keeps going on about how she bought a shit ton of stuff. Like, no one cares, sweetheart. 
No one cares. No. Sutton, we find out she sprained her ankle and that it's been effed for the last two years. We get a shot of her 250 shoes. Imelda mm-hmm. much, loving it. How gorgeous was that closet? The shoe cabinet had lights in it. It was That's nice. when you know you've made it, when, when there's lighting in your cabinets and stuff. Or when you have, a, like, those, I mean, come on, we all love the closets. Can't we just get more of that? Um, yeah. Erica pops in to tell them she's taking her dog, so she's driving on her own. Um, and she left a dog in the car. <laughs> like, yeah, huh? but that's a big-ass dog. She's literally run in and run back to the car. The windows yeah. are open. What, are you going to get the big dog out and then get the big dog in? Kyle's got a dog. It, she, wouldn't have, she wouldn't have ever made it out that quickly. Why, why did they have to stop by Kyle's just? Meet them there. Call. I know. Send a text. Production made her. Okay. Production <laughs> made her so yeah. that we could all go, uh-huh, she doesn't want to drive with anyone. That's, yeah. you know, that's what I reckon. And then Kathy. Kathy left her handbag at home. And, and this might be one of the things that you're talking about because she said the lady forgot it. It's exactly what I was talking about. So, she doesn't know that poor woman's name. And that poor woman, she drives down the highway to do the drop-off well, with okay. the phone. And she does. She says, thank you, and that's it. Okay, I kind of took it a little differently because we didn't really see the lady's face, right? Maybe no. the lady didn't want to be named. Do you know what I mean? I, 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 I Maybe don't the know. lady didn't want anything to be known about her. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying to figure it out because surely, <laughs> I don't think surely so. people that that are in your home every day, you get rather close to them, so you know their name. I, I don't know if she does. I mean, oh, I don't know. I what I do love about this little scene is that Kyle's freaking out. She's so flabbergasted. I don't understand why Kyle had to check her petrol. Like, oh, she was clumping around, wasn't she? She was frazzled. And Kathy was just chilled AF. Kathy (laughs) is just so chilled, and Kyle is just so stressed. It's bizarre that they're related. What has she got to worry about? All her problems get resolved. She didn't even have to, like, divert out of the way to get her handbag. It just got dropped off to her. Like, everything just happens for Kathy. Doesn't necessarily mean that you're na- that makes you a naturally chilled person. Because if I reckon if everything was done for Kyle, she'd still stress out. Yeah, yeah. Kyle's a piece of shit. That's why. <laughs> All right. So speaking of pieces of shit, Erica is <laughs> whinging and whining in her confessional so much that her life is so fucking hard. She's just acting like a fucking victim. I'm like, bitch. You're whinging your ass off, and you're at a five star resort that no, that you don't have to pay for. If she's asking for sympathy, she's doing it the wrong way. The whinging and whining is when she rocks up to the resort. It's just like you're standing there with a huge ass dog at a five star resort, and that guy asks you if you want a ball for your dog, and you're whinging and whining. I know what a piece of shit. And then he tells her like the amenities, and that there's pickleball. What the fuck's pickleball? I have no idea. All right. Well, I asked that rhetorically because, again, you know me, I Googled it. (laughs) This is why I don't Google a thing. How could you not be curious what the fuck pickleball is? I don't know why they call it pickleball. I think that's very telling. Um, What, what, What is it? Okay. So, basically, you're on a tennis court and you've got table tennis bats and you have, like, a, one of those little shuttle shuffle the cock things. Oh, uh, shuttlecock? 
Yeah. So it's like a mixture of those three games simply be- – I don't know the rules or anything, but it's basically like a table tennis racket on a tennis court with a shuttle thingy. I don't I don't know why I don't like saying shuttle. Is court. that not badminton? Well, then it's a mixture of those three. It's bizarro. Oh, it just sounds like a game that people made up when they were drunk one night on a tennis court. So yeah, I have no interest in pickleball. No. I mean, I thought pickleball. Pickles and balls? Yes. I thought that's what I mean. I thought it was something that your people do. But no, <laughs> apparently not. So, like, oh, yeah, pickleball. I did that the other night. Yeah, exactly. Woohoo! Um, so Sutton arrives to her suite and her foot is fucked. And my first thought was, how is this woman not on crutches? She's had a fucked up ankle for two years. Mm. I know someone who did that. They sprained their foot refused to not wear heels. They like, I have to wear my heels, have to wear my heels. Two years later, fucked it up again, had to have surgery. It's like, just, I don't know. I don't understand. Kyle and Kathy, as I said, they're staying in the presidential $5,000 a night suite. Kathy mm-hmm. picks the room with the bigger bathroom because apparently she's got a lot of products. <laughs> and then she's just like the absent-minded professor. She's like, oh, no, my room doesn't have a closet. And Kyle just gets up and runs off and says she's going to go unpack. I thought that was – Kyle is funny when Kathy's around, no? She does make her more likeable. For sure. Just, fucking Kyle, like every time something happens with Erica in the moment, she's talking about it in confessionals and yes. zips the lips in person. And I'm, I'm at my wit's end with it. Yeah. I kind of – okay, I'm not trying to throw the sympathy card Kyle's way, but – I kind of get that you're sitting there taking it in, realising that asking questions is not going to help the cause, but you can't help but ask those questions later. She's at that, I reckon she's at that, like, why bother bringing it up? I mean, apart from the fact that you're on this TV show where you're supposed to bring shit up, right? Because she's spineless. Ah, yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. But I think Erica yeah, has fostered that hostile environment where she exactly. <laughs> you can't ask a question because then you're calling her a liar. Because Erica, I think, is the biggest C word. Yeah. I can't stand her. I hate her. I think she did it. I think she's a liar. And I'm going to say it. And now I said it. <laughs> and now I said it. This whole um, screaming people into silence to divert from what actually is going on is just... It's just wrong. It's mean. It's abusive. It is abusive. It is. It's like, dare I say the popular phrase, she's gaslighting everyone. She's making them feel like they're crazy for asking questions. And you can't do the whole, oh, no, why why are you talking to me? Why are you talking to me? I'm not engaging with you. And I'm like, well, Sutton's still allowed to speak. She's allowed to exist just because you don't like her doesn't mean you can shut it out. And it's like you're on a show with her. So, you know, well... I was thinking, like, mm. if she does the whole, oh, I won't be on a season with Sutton thing, like, you know, oh, the ultimatum, it never works off. out. But we but we do need Erica. We do. So I don't know we how need to this, feel about that. We need this storyline. Otherwise, next season's going to be all about Sutton reading things in the paper, which I don't mind that. But she's not <laughs> going anywhere. It. She's not going anywhere. She needs the dollars. But she can't do this whole her or me thing. I'm not going to interact. No. <laughs> No. But then later in the episode, she, when Sutton was wheeled in, she did sort of look at her and say something. And I was like, so which is it? Are you going to be a horrible C word or are you going to interact? I just I can't I stand her. I don't know. She's just annoying the shit out of me too. The whole me, myself and I thing, it's like I get your life's upside down, but she keeps saying like it's fucked. It's like 
you think it's fucked that you don't have a shit pile of money right now. That's the only thing that you think is fucked. I know. And even with the with the Tom being in a dementia ward, she's like, where are his family? How is this happening? I'm like, you, you not- divorced him. And how You're the you- one that left. Exactly. And how do you not know? How do you know that the family aren't there with him? You don't know shit. <laughs> And she, so yeah, she holes. does. She, like the last thing she says in the episode, fuck it, let's just go there, where she's like, Do you want to know who your friends are? Get old and go broke. It's like, broke. Bitch, you left. You're not the friend. I know. I know. Y- you are a hypocrite. <laughs> oh, she's the worst. I had no idea how self centered this woman was. No wonder she's on this show. Mm-hmm. Oh, she makes me mad. So, where am I up to? Oh, okay. So, they do a pop-up picnic at the beach. How impressive was that setup? It was a beautiful setup. It was like on Below Deck when they do pop-up picnics. It's even better. I love a pop-up picnic. I know. Me too. Even though if you were um, happen to find yourself on a cruise ship like that, on one of those boats, knowing how much work those beach picnics are, would you make them do it? A hundred percent. Yeah, me too. I'd be asking for themed dinners with yep. little deckhands in hot pants. Yeah. I would be asking for Captain Lee to have dinner with me, not Captain Sandy. No. I would be asking for everything. And I would, station, 10 courses. I would definitely make them take out that fucking water slide and use it once. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I'd say get all the toys out and then not use a single yep. fucking thing. That's it. That's that's what I'd, I'd be, be doing too. And I'd say, oh, could you wash my clothes? And oh, then I'd unpack. say, oh, don't wash them. Um, yeah. <laughs> Definitely unpack and repack your clothes. Oh, my Ugh. God. These poor fuckers have to watch their, wash their undies. Hang on a sec. Mm-hmm. All these rich people and they're getting their laundry done, wouldn't most of their clothes be dry clean only? Do they send out their dry cleaning? I don't know if I'd be wanting my dry cleaning done in Croatia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can say that. Fuck it. Yeah. My people don't dry clean. We hand wash. Anyway. What am I, where am I up to? Oh, my God. So why was Kathy running at the pop-up picnic on the beach? Why was she running? I don't get it. Was she just excited? <laughs> was she chasing birds? Oh, she was, wasn't she? Yeah, and- I think she was just enjoying the jo- enjoying nature. Oh, and then they were really, like, gobsmacked about the sea lions. I mean, I get it, cute, but they were all squealing. I know. They're very dramatic ladies. I know. I did love The Kyle. sea lions were cute. Yeah, I did love Kyle in confessional saying that the sea lions were posing like Dorit does for Insta. I, I loved the side-by-side. Uh, yes. side. <laughs> clap, clap, clap. That was so good. And I have to mention it. I'm really sorry. Again, Rinna and the bucket hat. I know. So. I know. Now that I'm, like, having to cope with, with Rinna and the bucket hats on the TV, I can't help but notice these bucket hats are fucking everywhere. So I live near a beach. So there's always, the you know, people walking to and fro. And mm-hmm. everywhere I'm looking, all I see are the youths with the bucket hats. Can I confess to you? Yeah. On the weekend, I wore a bucket hat. You have a bucket hat? I actually kind of like bucket hats. Why? They're but awful. Not on They're like the crock of hats. I kind of, I kind of like them. They're everywhere. Like the bucket know, hat is I, back. I've really taken a turn. Like I, t- I had one a few years ago and I loved it. And I thought I'm gonna since they're back, I'm digging it out. Like, and I was like, you know what? They're back. Let's enjoy it for the next few months, and then it'll die off again. And you know what else is back? And this doesn't necessarily affect you, but it might. 
I'm noticing that the stockings with the high heels is back. So in the scene where they have the dinner, Erica walks out with her with stockings and her stilettos. And I noticed that Kendall Jenner did that the other week. I noticed it on the Daily Mail. Not like, you know, she lives down the road. but on, <laughs> And I'm like, since when is that back? But apparently that's back. So, you well, know. I'd, rather, I'd rather see that than Rinna and Kyle's horrible tie-dye sweatpants or whatever the You are so is. glad the tie-dye came and went in a second, aren't you? I'm sorry, but that shot of Rinna and Kyle walking down the corridor, yeah. it looked horrific to me. It was just so busy. It My was eyes busy. were like, ah! I don't see much of the tie-dye anymore. Like I think, like I said, I think it came in and out in a second. It was a long second. It was a long second. I mean, I don't, I don't mind it, but I ain't going to be buying I'm not buying it. I think it's done. We, it had its moment. We can move on. But yeah, yeah. the bucket hat. Oh, God, I'm going to have to see them all summer now, aren't I? Ugh. Yeah. It doesn't uh, suit Rina with that hair. That's all I'm saying. I don't well, know she why she loves it. She bucket hat. There are some cute ones. She has ugly bucket hat hair. She was in a Prada one. I mean, good for her. Whatever. I'm not into it. Kathy was creeped out when the sea lions started mating. I did love that Rinna was so stupid. She's like, I wonder what they're doing. I'm like, oh, really? (laughs) Has it been that long, love? (laughs) And then we find out that Sutton needs crutches. I'm like, no shit. That's all I wanted to know is that that bitch was going to finally use some crutches. He was in like a sprained ankle and just hobbles around on their feet. I don't get it. No, man. I mean, Mm -hmm. if your ankle's fucked for two years, who's walking on a pair of heels? It really upset me. In the wheelchair constantly. I'd be Abby Lee Miller with the motorised chair. A hundred percent. Yeah. No, it, it really bothers me. Like, look after your bodies, ladies. You're going to spend a million dollars getting your face nipped and tucked, but we're going to walk on a bum leg? I don't think so. So because of the bum foot, she's not coming down to the beach. They ask Erica how she feels about Sutton, and she's just going on and on about being pissed, being called a liar. And I'm mm. like, again, she gets so angry, so there are no follow-up questions. That's it. That's, that's her. That's her. That's her way of dealing with it. Yeah. And then they're all like, I don't know, putting fuel in the fire by like, did she say liar, 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 liar? And then Kyle's like, yeah, she gave an example about the car accident. And then Dorit asks Erica about the head injury again and about them being unconscious for 12 hours. And that's when Erica says allegedly. And the, the music cue was like, shing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love And Kyle in confessional, as you said, is like, why is she saying allegedly? And my thoughts oh. are... Because at first I was just like, what the fuck? But my thought is her lawyer's probably telling her to start saying allegedly. I agree with Kyle. She's like, Erica said she was there. Erica said she found him. How is that alleged? I know. (laughs) Nothing happened to his head. Nothing happened to his head. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. I think Tom's a piece of shit. I think Erica's a piece of shit. I think they're tag teaming up with some lie about his diminished mental capacity and I'm not buying it. Well... I did tell you via the text massage yesterday that uh, Ron Richards, so the lawyer for the trustee for Girardi Keys Law Firm, has uncovered bank accounts in Tom Girardi's name at Mm -hmm. Citibank, at Chase Bank, 
and he has no records of those accounts. So he has now filed uh, in court to get access to said accounts. But specifically, he's just basically wants both of those banks to release any records that have anything to do with Tom Girardi. Release them, baby. I cannot wait. I mean, I really would have loved that to have happened before the reunion, but... I mean, we can't want everything before the reunion and chances are this is all going to be going on till next reunion. So looking Yay. I know, looking forward to it. I don't know, are they going to are they going to take a break in filming or are we going to get straight back onto it because of Erica? I hope not. Get them straight back. Straight back, I know. I mean, look, we are coming up to Christmas, so is anything nothing's really going to happen with the courts unless they've got set court dates already. Nothing's happening till next year. So, you know, they can take a wee break. (laughs) Well, yeah, we can have some other drama before that. Yeah. And then Erica says he was going to have surgery to pin his ankle, but she didn't want him to because he had been unconscious and she said she didn't want him to have, and I quote, anesthesia. It's anesthesia, not anesthesia. She seemed like a real dumbo when she said that. Like the, the way that her mouth was moving, I'm like, are you quite right? Are you there? She's not there. It's like, Papa, can you hear me? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And she said, because after you have a TBI, as in a traumatic brain injury, you shouldn't be put under anesthesia. Now, the way that she explains it is I, I, I. She would have been better off saying the doctors said. Mm Because she's acting, I mean, first of all, she's always acting like she could be a lawyer because she lived with one. Now she's acting like she could be a doctor. (laughs) I know. Like, you could barely be a musical theatre performer and you were one. <laughs> honestly. And that is when Dorit says in confessional, I think she's telling the truth but she's not telling all of the information. I'm like, that's just – I think that's being overly generous. Yeah, shut up, Dorit. And then Erica says, everybody can fuck off. I know the truth. I was there. Well, if you were there, why the fuck did you say allegedly? That's all I want to know. Yeah, yeah. And then she continues by saying that there was a competency hearing regarding Tom that day. And she says that um, after the accident that she told his family that there was a problem and they all blew her off. I'm assuming she means the kids, right? Oh, the kids must hate her. Oh, yeah. And then she goes on further and says all of them, not just the kids, the doctors as well. Oh, my God. You're just a fucking genius, Erica, and no one's noticing. (laughs) And she's like, I'm not apologising to Sutton. I don't care if she thinks I threatened her. She should be threatened. (laughs) Honestly, I mean, out of all of these women, see, I think Erica's a great actor because I have been duped. Out of all of these women, I would not have previous to this season thought that Erica was the most self-absorbed person in the room. It wouldn't have occurred to me to pick her. I would have picked Dorit. Oh, yeah. Erica wins by a country mile. She really does. And it was like, I think she was projecting, you know, with her alias. I think she was funneling some negative characteristics into her two different parts of herself. But now we're seeing the full-bodied Erica and she's a monster. She kind of is. Oh, she's horrible. She's a horrible, horrible person. Even if um, Tom wasn't in such strife. Yeah. The way she's acting and just being so, – the way she shuts people down is what really gets me. I know. 
I like I've told you a million times. I understand that at the beginning you're going to be like, "What the fuck's going on in my life?" Oh my god, get it, no problem. But she doesn't care about anybody but herself. And right now she's like, "I'm going through the most. You all should care about me more than more than anyone." This is what she's bothered about, that everyone isn't just giving her all of their emotional everything. It's and crazy. we can't have a conversation without it coming back to her. Like, the, say one word around the table and she's like, fearful. I'm like, you know what? It's not about you right now. I know. I did love how when Garcelle arrives and Sutton comes in in the wheelchair, <laughs> cute, and then I they- I loved it. I know. And they talk about her and Erica and Sutton's like talking about Erica and how Erica's closed the door on her and Sutton's like, do I respect it or do I knock on the door? And they're doing this little bit about door knocking and she's like, I don't really want to knock on the door. And Garcelle's like, no, don't knock on the door. I loved it. I think Garcelle pushing Sutton around in a wheelchair is just oh, like the peak of comedy. It's so the funniest thing I've ever funny. seen. I love it. And then I was a bit sad when Sutton's like, for the love of God, why am I trying so hard? Somebody else can play detective. I'm out. And I was like, no. I don't think she means it. Oh, good. Because I can't handle Dorit trying to take that role. She's not very good at it. Let's face it, <sighs> Dorit ain't that bright. Oh, she's not, but she always thinks she has a point and, and the point will be amazing if she could just get to it. She forgets. But she never gets she to it. She takes so long that she forgets her own point, which is why it's never pointed. Yeah, <sighs> and like when she's trying to stand up for someone, she'll do the like devil's advocate thing where she'll say all the wrong things. I know. Being like, you're a bad person, this, this, and this. And then she's like, oh, but I'm really actually going to compliment you at the end of my five-minute speech. And it's like, well, that's not how it works, babe. Bitch this is, is why people hate you. Bitch is making her mind up while she's talking, honestly. <laughs> she sucks. And just quickly before they get to the dinner, we get another comedy skit with Kathy and Kyle. Kathy's like taking a nap while everyone else is getting glam. P.S. Erica's <laughs> life's in the toilet, but she can afford to, to have glam at this massive resort. She's a scumbag. She's fucked. Fucked. Give me a break. And then Kathy goes to Carl, do you know how to open the wine? She's ne- <laughs> What, she's never had to she's open useless. a bottle of wine? <laughs> so their dinner reservation is for eight. It's already 12 past eight. Kathy's in a robe That's with so curlers. But all is well because the place cards are done. Yes. Well, you know what? I sort of. You know, I like to be a very prompt person. I like to be on time or a minute early kind of a thing. Right. But when she was like, you know what, they're at a resort. They can just have a drink. I was like, you know what, that's so true. Like, you're on holiday time. They've got the resort to themselves pretty much, right? Yeah. You're sitting outside. It's not like you've got to hurry up because someone else has got the table. Good for her. Yeah, it's not a restaurant. So I was kind of like, yeah, good point. If it was, you know, we're meeting at 8 p.m. at this restaurant across town individually, I would be annoyed. But yeah. in that in that environment, I mean, who cares? And you expect them all to be late. I mean, the first person who got down there, it was like 8.32, Garcelle Will yeah. Sutton in. Yeah. And, I mean, most of them do get down there at 8.30. And that's the thing. Like, why freak out? They're, it's 8.32. The reservation was for 8. For me, that's very late for dinner as it is. Do you know what I mean? 23 minutes, yeah. 32 minutes late is late. And so what did you think of Erica's outfit? Everyone was in black and she was in white. I can't really remember it. She was all in white and she had black stockings on. That's how I noticed the stocking thing. Huh. Yeah. Anyway, Kathy and Kyle are still in their room. It's 8.53. Kyle's freaking out and Kathy says, do you have hair polish? <laughs> That's funny. She means hairspray. I did not know that until 
Kyle said, do you mean hairspray? I had no idea what she was talking about. They're funny. And then, again, Kyle's freaking out. Rena calls her. She doesn't want to answer because she's scared because they're late. And <laughs> Kathy's all like, what are you freaking out about? Like, is she your boss? Like, calm down. I know. It's true. And then Garcelle's all mothery with Sutton downstairs and she says she wants a Birkin for her troubles. <laughs> oh, and Garcelle's hair looked amazing. She I loved that so long good. braid. Me, it I was, thought it so was really too. cool. Yeah, Garcelle looks great. She always looks great. Anyway, so the Richard sisters get downstairs. It's 9.03 and Dorit <laughs> is being a bitch or tries to be a bitch and says to Kyle, were you in glam? And Kyle just shoots her this look like, ah, uh, no. Like we all know Kyle doesn't do glam that often. So. Yeah, Dorit's like, remember that conflict we had yes. a year ago where, back when we were still friends with Teddy? It's like, no one cares about that. That was a season ago. That yeah. wasn't it was a bad season. We're yeah. living our lives now. Let it go. I know. Let it go. I did love Kathy's outfit. It was a little, like, pink version suit of Austin Powers with a white frilly shirt, <laughs> but I loved it. I thought she looked great. I thought she looked I loved really watching good. her smell bread. <laughs> yes. Okay, question. Have you yep. ever – okay, I was – Shouldn't say have you ever had because I know you haven't. What's with the Chilean sea bass? Everyone always orders Chilean sea bass on these shows. I know it must be the in thing. It's the bucket hat of fish. I'm wondering if the if that particular dish comes with no carbs and that's why everyone's ordering it. Because you know what these women oh. are like with the not eating. Because I'm like, maybe yeah. Is this is that what it is? It's like the lowest carb dish on the plate uh, on the menu. I don't and know. maybe that's why when Kyle ordered and she – because she said, I'll have the chicken. And she sort of whispered it with like a hand over her face. She was like, the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why are you embarrassed about ordering the chicken? I know. I was so excited when um, Sutton said she was going to have risotto. I'm like, yes, someone eating carbs. I love it. No, she's in a wheelchair. She needed comfort food. For sure. Kyle jokes to Rinna to have a piece of bread and says, Hilarious. have a piece of bread and calm down. And we got the flashy, which I'm really glad, with Kim and Rinna doing the same thing in their fight. Can you believe that was seven? I'd watch that every week if they put the flashback in every week. I'd love it. Can you believe that was seven years ago? I, I cannot believe it. Oh, my God. Cannot believe it. I have spent the last seven years of my life just watching Bravo. That's it. That's what I've got to show for it. <laughs> um, and, like, I keep saying to you that I don't want Kim back on the show and then I real just because, like, I feel kind of not gross but I felt like it was, it was beyond funny and into not fun territory to watch someone flailing that much. But at the same mm. time now I'm sitting there going, this was the last time this show was good. Like, mm-hmm. we had a many, like a, like a few seasons. We've had a few seasons of this show being terrible and I'd forgotten that it was so good. Yeah, I mean, just think of the bunny reunion oh. moment. Like, has there been a, a better reunion moment where there wasn't violence? No. Like, that was the best non-violent it's moment true. in the reunion ever. I have forgotten that Beverly Hills used to be one of the best shows because I've only watched it all the way through once. I think I'm going to have to go back and watch it through again. I mean, not not the last couple of seasons. I don't need to watch those. But I think you're right. This is why everyone wants Kim back and I don't get it. And I'm like, yeah, bitch, that's when the show was fucking good, you idiot. Yeah. So, yeah, live and learn, peeps. And then that's when we get the how is everybody, Dorit. I'm relaxed. Garcelle, I'm happy. Erica, I'm fearful. I've got a lot going on even today. So, you know, yeah. What a buzzkill. Uh, that is exactly what I thought. I'm like, bitch, can't we get through our Chilean sea bass? Yeah, we're on holiday. I know. We're on Vacanza. Leave your moody toot alone. 
And if you're going to bring it up, then... I don't know. She should just stay in the room with that poor dog of hers. That poor dog should be coming down to dinner. He would be way more fun than her right now. She spends <laughs> totally. all that time, all those victims' money on glam, and then this is what she comes with. Very disappointed. Kathy is anxious, bless, because there's lingering issues going on in the group. I get that. She's actually quite a good mediator. She is. She's the voice of reason. <laughs> yeah, and she's good at being sort of like, like with the Dorit Garcelle stuff, she's like, I thought you guys already fixed this up. Why the hell are you bringing it up again? Exactly. And she was like, yet yeah, moving things along, and I appreciated that. She was doing a better job than Andy does at reunions. True Maybe that. Maybe she should be the host for the reunion. Oh, my God, she would be hilarious. I don't think anything would get resolved because she would just no. say something funny about camels and whatever she said. Camel toes. Remember she said she's trying to say it's a straw that broke the camel's back, but what did she say instead? Camel toe. Camel toe. Ah, now I get it. Sorry, that took me a sec. I didn't realise she said camel toe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I'm trying to say she's a bit silly. No, that's me. Okay, I feel so stupid on now. I didn't get the camel toe when I was watching it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so dumb. Anyway. Okay, let it out. I know, have a right? good laugh. Got to have a good laugh. And that's when Sutton says she did call a meeting. So you were wrong, Nathan. Even Sutton's calling it the Sutton meeting. She says Yeah, she, it's still a direct house. I know. I, I do love that. I'm going to have a meeting with everyone, but we're going to do it at your house because I couldn't be fucked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. Sutton says she's not going to apologise because she was only asking questions and she tells Erica that she was scary at Kathy's dinner. And mm-hmm. Erica, don't call me a liar. I didn't. You did. I didn't. You did. I didn't. But we do get a flashy of Sutton saying that Erica is lying about the brain part, Ray Tom. And Erica's all, I don't care if you think I'm scary. She doesn't care how Sutton feels. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. We all know Erica doesn't care. This is our problem with Erica. If you're listening, it's because you don't fucking care. But she says, why are you speaking to me? I have nothing to say to you. Zero. I'm like, when people tell you who they are, you've got to believe them. Because when Erica says, how many fucks do I give? None, none, zero, not one. We should have known. She meant it, yeah. She fucking meant it. And then Sutton says, okay, Miss Small Town. Erica's like, that's you, honey, small-minded. I just can't. I can't. I can't. How fucking rude. She's a piece of shit. She is. And then do you think when Erica says, I'm not giving this any more energy, this is dumb, I don't know who she was looking at. Was she looking at a producer? Oh, she might have been. I just thought when she said this, she was talking about Sutton, the person. Which, you know, it's so dismissive to call someone a thing. Yeah, I agree. I didn't realise that you, what you thought that she, when she said, this is dumb, I'm not giving this any more energy. I thought she meant that conversation, but I didn't consider. I think she was talking about Sutton. Yeah, I didn't consider that. That's so fucked. Yeah, she's a piece of shit. I've said it like eight times, but she's she's a piece piece of shit. shit. And then Kathy, can we give a little forgiving? Because she's trying to say maybe Sutton chose the wrong word, as in liar. I don't think she chose the wrong word. Well, no, she didn't. No. I think Kathy's just trying to be like, look, we all know we're not actually resolving it, but can we just have like a goddess lunch Potomac type resolution <laughs> it's here? True. And then Dorit t- tries to make it better by talking. <laughs> she makes it all about herself. I don't understand what she, I don't even know what she was trying to say. What was she trying to say? No fucking clue. What did my notes say? Um, she says that Erica says it crossed a line. Sutton's like, uh, Erica crossed a line. Erica crossed many lines. 
And then Dorit's mm-hmm. all, let me finish because I'm trying to help you. Yada, yada, yada. Oh, this is right. She basically is trying to say that telling Sutton to say exactly what she said to Erica that she said to them is her trying to help her. And Garcelle's like in confessional is like, uh, no, it's not. It's a no. Dorit and Garcelle get into a little bit again about the that's not what you said the other night comment. So Dorit's trying to tell Garcelle that she's got a double standard. I mean, Garcelle was only doing that to you because you had been doing that to Sutton. She was giving you back your own medicine, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Dorit's oh, – sorry, and then Kathy's like, Dorit, come on, basically too much with the nitpicking. And that's when she said it's like the camel with the what? The toe with the camel's back. <laughs> so you're right. It was, a, it was a mashup of camel toe and the straw that broke the camel's back. I love it. I just love it. And then fucking Rina sticks her nose in. <sighs> I think she is so rude to Garcelle. So oh, yeah. rude. I don't know totally. why like, she's so rude to her. Like, even when she's like, you don't feel accepted in the group, her tone and her facial expression is like she's pissed at Garcelle. And then she yeah. tells Garcelle that you need to make an effort. I, uh, she's out of touch is what she is. Beyond. And the way she's screaming about, like, to Garcelle being like, be honest, be honest. And I was like, can you not give that same sort of um, expectation to your friend Erica? Exactly. And the way that she does it to Garcelle, it's like she's attacking her. She's so aggressive. So aggressive. And then she's doing the whole like, you know, you should have made an effort. You know, she, Rina's saying, I made an effort with her birthday party at my house and she didn't know about Kyle's birthday. Um, How am I supposed to know about my new friend's birthday if my old friend doesn't tell me? I know. Fucking bullshit, Rina. Rina's, and you're right, like, like one, Rina finds someone that she wants to pick on for the season to make that part of her storyline. Well, oh, why yeah. don't you fucking do that with your friend Erica with but those big-ass lips are just shut? I know, and she sort of, like, she kept pushing Garcelle. Yeah. And then Garcelle had this sort of, sort of breakthrough moment where the girls understood her, and then Rina was sort of like, see... That's Thank what we you. wanted. See how, how we achieved this. And I was like, it's not up to you. Like, you, you're not to be thanked for this breakthrough. And I also think that, I mean, you're calling it a breakthrough and so do they. My, I thought it was bullshit. I'm like, does the woman have to break down in order for you guys oh, yeah. to stop and listen? And you're it, right. They bullshit. kept calling it a breakthrough. It wasn't a breakthrough. The woman had, was, had to get to a point where she was in tears for you to listen. And it's something they should have realised. Last season, episode uh, one of last season, like thank it's you, obvious. thank you. And poor Garcelle is has has to do the whole, you know. I walk into a room and I always have to prove myself. And she's like, she says, "Look, I'm not trying. This isn't about race, but I am the only black woman in the room." Yeah, like, and you, she shouldn't have. She shouldn't have had to have even, you know, taught them this lesson. That shouldn't have been no. on her shoulders. But and even Kyla's like, those girls are thick. Kyla's like, yeah, I noticed. I've thought about it, but I've never said anything. Yeah, that, well, that means nothing. So if you're such, you're saying to her she needs to make an effort to be friends with you, that suggests to me that you've never called her and had a one-on-one with her to be able mm. to get space to verbalise it. Because I understand you're not necessarily going to verbalise it in the room with everyone. You're going to ask her, hey, how do you feel? I understand that comes up when you're having a one-on-one conversation. But, yeah, that basically means not one of them have ever asked her how she feels in any moment. 
I know. And it's just such a cop out to be like, you don't make an effort. And I was like, she just had you guys all around for dinner like, what, two days ago? I know, that <laughs> fucking flower wall, man. That was a lot of effort. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> I just don't understand why Garcelle has to be that vulnerable and upset for her to see that she's a person. It's almost like they're punishing her for siding with um, Denise last season. That's what it feels like. A hundred percent. And then all of a sudden, Rinna's doing the thank you, thank you bullshit. And then she's like, okay, it's 11.30, we've got to go to bed. And Kathy was not happy about that. She's like, come to our room for tea and coffee. Okay, it's 11.30, no one's having coffee. And well, she might. Remember she had that Red Bull at like 4 a.m.? I know, come to my room for a Red Bull. I do get Kathy's point. We're on Vacanza. Why are we going to bed? Totally. But it was a travel day. I don't know. I'm of two minds. I'm of two, two minds. Hours. I'm the p- kind of person that I'm either in bed at the 8 p.m. or I'm still up at 8 a.m. So you, you don't know which me you're going to get. For me, it's mm. like if I'm a housewife and Kathy Hilton's inviting me into a scene, yeah. I'm taking it. Yeah, true that. I mean, if And this I'm going to was... talk to them about what happened at dinner and I'm going to have great airtime. Why are these ladies not thinking like this? I know. And if this was New York, man, they, I mean, back in the day, they would have been up till the four in the morning. Totally. Or even like Potomac Karen would be on the tequilas and we'd get a shot counter with some iPhone footage. Oh, for sure. They'd be doing Jaegers. Yeah. For sure. But anyway, they go to bed and the next morning they're on their way to the sound bath. Garcelle comes to pick up Sutton because now Garcelle is like Sutton's, you know, wheelchair person. And I do love how Sutton is like um, about the sound bath. She's like, this is going to change my life. I'm like, was she being being sarcastic? Because I didn't get any sense of sarcasm in that. (laughs) Me neither. Like, it's a sound bath. Look. When they did get to the sound bath and it started, I thought it was very relaxing. Like me oh, yeah. me observing through my phone, watching it, the sound of it. I'm like, oh, this is nice. I should download some of these things. You I know? would have fallen asleep as well. Like whenever I do um, body balance classes, they yeah. always do at the end like a five-minute meditation and I'm always nodding off because it's just so relaxing. I don't know if I would roll onto my side. <laughs> With like a face mask or whatever she had on her to like she was planning to have another nap. That was a full on nap. <laughs> she she planned it. Like that was, that was first thing in the morning. That's just a sleep in. <laughs> it's <laughs> not true. a nap. Change of venue. Um, but she says she got the idea from the sound bath at Kim Kardashian's baby shower. So these are the tidbits we want I and know. need, and she's delivering. I know, and we get a little shot of it. I mean, I'm sh- you know, I'm sure that was from Kim Kardashian's Insta, but you know, they had to get permission to use it, right? Mm. I loved it. I loved it. Erica didn't come down. No one cares. I'm not missing her. We find out that a sound bath is a meditative concert. I mean, why do we need to have these fancy schmancy words? It's a relaxation and a, and a stress reduction thingy. Like we I don't know. have it to. It was very nine perfect strangers, Tranquillum <sighs> House type thing. Fucking loving that show. You hate Nicole Kidman though, don't you? I do, but I'm loving this show. I oscillate from loving her to hating her, depending on what what time of the year it is and how much that I've seen of her. And I haven't yeah. seen her for a while, so I don't mind. And she's. Got I an... love Luke Evans. Oh, oh so that good. That is a hunk of a man. He is kind of pretty, isn't he? Uh huh. Yeah. And. And Melissa McCarthy and Bobby Cannavale, they have great chemistry. Obsessed, obsessed. You know what it is with the Evans? I just don't like the little moustache, that little teeny tiny spindly moustache. I'm not a fan. I like it. 
Yeah, I, he can get rid of that. No. <laughs> yeah, well, got to have something to ride. I like facial hair, but the, I just the little teeny tiny moustache. It's not for me. You can have it. <laughs> okay. Where are we up to? Oh, and Rina with the sound bath. She's like, nothing's happening, and I'm like, bitch, it's because you got to shut shut up for a little bit. <laughs> I didn't. I'm just. She's just. There's nothing Rina can do right now that isn't annoying the shit out of me. That's all I'm saying. Well, she doesn't have the depth for a sound bath. No, she doesn't. Afterwards, her and Kyle start chatting on their way to Erica's room, basically. Um, It's just a segue to get to Erica's room, pretty much, because Kyle and Rinna are talking about the stuff they saw on page six with Tom's brother being granted conservator of his estate and apparently wanting to put him in a facility. And they're all freaking out about this. I'm sorry, if you've ever had a relative with dementia... It's very difficult to find yourself well equipped to care for them. Mm. I understand wanting to put him in a specialist facility for it. Well, well, I think the thing is, if he's lying, oh, so I, I I was just saying, I think the thing is, if he's lying about having dementia, then getting put in a home is a bit of an ironic twist. I just think it's so funny how she told us a few weeks ago that she doesn't have access to stories before they hit the press. But uh-huh. she knew about this story last night and everyone's yeah. finding out this morning. That is but so true. But she's not true. a liar. She's no, but not she's liar. not a liar. She says to Kyle and Rinna, it bothers her that they want to put him in a facility specialising with dementia. I mean, what is wrong with that sentence? A facility – she keeps saying um, – the word that they keep using is insinuating that he's in like a psych facility – but he's not. He's in an old folks' home specialising in dementia. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what the problem is here. Well, the problem is he's faking it. Well. Um, and she knows he's faking it. <laughs> it's backfired. Yeah. She's, look, she's basically saying that even though I'm divorcing the guy, I don't want him in one of those facilities. You know, where are his kids? Where are his family? She's got this thing of that she thinks he's being dumped in there and left to rot. Again, how do you know any of that to be true? You don't Great know that point. any of that's true. You don't know what kind of facility it is. You don't know how, how often his family are planning to visit him. You don't know what's going on. But she says that her grandmother was in one of those facilities and that basically it was fucked. She did also say that Tom paid for it. And again, mm-hmm. she says that that's when she says, you want to know who your friends are, get old and go broke. It's like, well, where are you in all this? You're divorcing the man. Yeah. We get to next time, we see ballooning, we see a carriage ride, we see a lot of wine drinking, we see, is that pool yoga? I don't know. But Erica tells Kyle, she says, girl, I have zero dollars. It's fucking bullshit. As she sips champagne by the pool at a resort <laughs> where her suite costs $1,000 a night. Oh, out of touch. Just beyond. And then Garcelle and Sutton are talking about the fact that Erica apparently just started randomly talking to Sutton during one of those things that I just mentioned. And Erica leans over her balcony and says, I can hear everything you're saying about me. I can't wait for that. I know. I mean, it's not that they were saying anything fuck. They're like, why is she, like, they're asking why is she talking. But we all, we've all had that feeling. You just go, oh, my God, and then you backpedal and justify and dig up, right? Well, that's what you'd think. But when you when you look in that clip, it sort of looks like they're delighted by the fact that she could hear them. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're, they think it's funny as well. It is funny. It's yeah. hilarious. Okay, so do you want to do Potomac or Salt Lake first? Let's touch on Potomac. All right. So, Potomac, now we didn't do last week because, in our mm-hmm. opinion, not much happened. What, right. 
when I was going through my noties and last week there was a lot of little things happening but really nothing happened until we got to the last scene of the goddess lunch. Yes, the the highlight for me was just um, Karen filming the tourism video for the place that she's not in. <laughs> I know, but I love <laughs> how funny. she just was doing the whole wherever I am, sorry's within me. I love that. <laughs> This is why she's an icon. I just love it. The fucking line she comes up with. It's too <laughs> fucking funny. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, no one wants to talk about Robin and the life coach. No, ma'am. So no, ma'am. pretty much at the lunch, what did I notice? I was kind of giggling that Ashley had pram issues. She's just a constant <laughs> scene of pram issues. <laughs> She's got a lot of issues. She does. Candace has got – I wrote in my notes, Candace is wearing a Liza Minnelli wig. I don't know why I wrote Liza – oh, that's right. She had on that teeny tiny wig like, yeah. like Liza Minnelli in Cabaret, except it did not look that good on Candace. And then pretty much in this scene, Giselle and Karen fight and then sort of make up because Karen apologises that if anything that I said affected your kids for that, I'm truly sorry. I mean, Giselle does scream out, who are you sorry to? Because Karen wasn't looking at her when she said sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Can I say something very brave? Please. I love Giselle. What? I just really enjoy her and Karen fighting. And I think she just delivers so much. And even though she's got that horrendous fashion sense, it's something to look forward to. It is. How, how she'll, like, fuck up an event with her outfit. And I, I just, I kind of really like her stirring the pot. I'm sorry. Uh, I am enjoying it a little bit because, in the specifically in the last episode, because she just, she, she needs to not just stir the pot with Karen. She needs to stir the pot with others. Like, uh-huh. in this last episode, when we get confessionals, of Giselle when Candace's mum is stirring the pot and then Mia stirs the pot. I'm like, and Giselle's all up for Mia. I think she even calls her messy Mia. I'm like, see, uh-huh. this is the Giselle that I like. The one and that when, encourages when, the mess- messiness from all. Yeah, and when um, Dorothy was like whispering shade oh. into Giselle's ear, she was she lit up. Yes, she did. She activated. And I was like, I love to see it. (laughs) Yes. I love to see these women enjoying themselves. Yes, that is true. I mean, how could you not enjoy Dorothy shading her daughter's husband? I mean, I feel sorry for Chris in a way, but then I don't. Because I don't. Dorothy's, He's married to Candace. Yeah, he made his bed. Yeah, he definitely did. But, it's, yeah, Dorothy was so fun to watch, just, like, getting in everyone's oh. ear. When she talked to Karen and Karen was like, we're mic And she was like, I don't care. I know. I thought it was a hot mic, but it wasn't a hot mic. <laughs> Nothing's was, a hot mic with Dorothy. Everything is on purpose. It's true. I mean, it was so good. And I'm loving the fact that Mia was getting in the mix of it. Messy, yeah, messy Mia, Mia. Mia will laugh. Yeah. She's, she's just slotting in, isn't she? Like... Tesla might not last, but Mia will. The only thing that Tesla brings is some good fashions. Yeah. She brings some nice clothes. So, but eh, we don't need her. I don't think she adds value. Soz, how did you feel about seeing Uncle Lump this episode? Oh, poor Uncle Lump. He was just trying to eat his dinner and Ashley's talking about a prolapsed vagina. I had I to look up what that was. I didn't even know what that was and I kind of well, wish I did I've heard of a prolapsed butthole, so I just assumed it was ah! the same thing but with a vagine. You could have a prolapsed butthole? Yeah. 
So like what? if you get fisted too much or something, then it just turns inside out and it's like, oh, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Is it too early in the day? It's too early. Well, it's just, oh, okay. So, okay, fine. I have questions, but Some I won't Some people ask. are into it. I have questions. Are they into it, how it looks? Fisting and everything is just beyond me. I don't understand it. I don't know the mechanics of it. I mean, I'm not into that. Into I'm not into that. I'm, I like the fact that there are that there is a person out there who's into it all. Do you know what I mean? I like that. But I don't. Ne- you're right. I don't necessarily need to see that. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you on <laughs> I that. I don't need to see that. I don't need to see that. No. What I don't get is when she was going on about her prolapsed uterus, why did she have to keep lifting her shirt up? I don't understand. Like, did she want to pull her pants down and show them? Maybe. Do you know what She's I mean? very like, open. She kept pulling, like, her belly out, and I don't care, but <laughs> I'm just like, you're talking about your vagine and you got your tummy out. Do you really want to get the vagine out and show people? It's not fucking show and tell. It ain't charades, mate. Yeah. Honestly, all she needed to do was fucking break out a whiteboard and start fucking drawing pictures. Yeah, you're right. That, you po- know, that poor guy was just trying to, during dinner. That poor guy was just trying to eat his food. Yeah. <laughs> poor lump. And then, anyway, she tells the family that Michael wants to get into the movie business. Their facials said it all. Oh, they hate him. They hate him. I hope that Michael is giving each and every one of those people money because they deserve it to put up with his bullshit. Yep. Did you see her brother Zach sitting at the table next to her? He was so laughing. He was fucking <laughs> laughing because he was. it was just – and even Lump said it's mind-blowing. When his kids were small, he would never th- have thought to do that, i.e., how about you don't change careers while you have a young family in case you lose it all? And yet, oh, I know. Ashley's brother was laughing. Good on him. Good well, for him. We all see through it, Michael. You just want to go to Hollywood and get on the casting couch and <sighs> bang starlets like Gross. all star star boys. This is what we know. Someone needs to me too. That guy. Um, oh, totally. <laughs> sorry. And okay, just quickly, Robin and Juan look for a warehouse for her hats. Now, don't care. I know we don't care about this scene. I don't care about this scene either. I just want to break down the money. Okay. So she says, while she doesn't know what her profit is, Jesus Christ, woman, use a spreadsheet, she says that in a week she can sell out and the way that she said that seemed to make me think that she sells out a lot and she can grow 60K in a week. Wow. So I went on the website to double check how much the hats are. They're $29. So this is American dollars. $29. So you just got to get out your little calculator and divide the 29 in the 60, she is selling over 2,000 hats a week. How many oh, people wow. out there have that bad taste that, like, I get the whole satin lining thingy, but you can go to the fucking spotlight, buy a square of fucking satin and fucking pin that into your regular hat. You don't need to wear that ugly-ass hat. I don't know. I guess she's cornered the market. The ugly-ass hat market. market. Yeah. Do you have anything to say about this before we get to Candace? No. Oh, actually, yes, I do. How funny was it when they were shooting and that person? <laughs> did you just ask me a question and then answered it yourself? <laughs> yeah, I just did a Dorrit. You just said no. <laughs> I know, but then you went. Oh, actually, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Very go funny. on. Do you have something? I'm sorry. Do you have something? No, I don't. No, I'm pausing. I'm pausing. 
I'm pausing for you. <laughs> I shouldn't have to pause for so long funny. just because you don't take extensive notes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's just so funny when you answered. Because I just great. saw something Continue. in my notes. Well, I was going to say that I thought it was really funny that while they were filming, there was a random person in the loading dock just unloading their shit. That's all. <laughs> that is funny. That's all. Anyway, speaking of spending a lot of money, I guess, we get to Candace and her dance rehearsal. <sighs> she wants this film clip to be fast and furious chic. Except she doesn't have the money for Chic because she's only spending 10k on her film clip budget, which to me uh-huh. is not a lot of money. Yeah. Like if you're filming all week, because that's what they keep saying, you have to hire all those people and all that equipment for a week. That's 10k is going to go in two seconds. I don't think she um, understands the concept of anything. Like the, the fact that the sun goes down and then we don't yeah. have the light. She did not understand that. She didn't even consider it. No wonder Chris Because they probably haven't paid for proper lighting. You still want lighting when you're outdoors. Um, There was none. If you're going to be filming and you want the shot at sunset, which is chances are that's what they wanted, yeah, you get one one or two goes at it. That's it. Well, you've got to be ready earlier. How does she not know this? She's an idiot. This is. I'm wondering if this is why Chris is annoyed at her because she starts keeps asking these random questions about stuff and he's either like either get involved or don't get involved. I don't know because he's – Chris was going through something, wasn't he? Yeah. Surely they've had a bunch of production meetings. How does she not know what's going on? Yeah. Like I sort of think like, yeah, if she's – if she's going to be the talent, just be the talent. Rock up, know your dance moves, know your know your bit, and keep out of it. But doesn't like, work I that way. The talent it doesn't work that way. No, generally the the better the talent, the more they know. The bigger the star, not that I've met that many, the more that they act like the hired help. It's the prima donnery ones are the ones that aren't that good. Mm. If it's your film clip and you're paying the money for it, wouldn't you want to know? You may not be the one organising things on the phone, but wouldn't you want to know every little fucking detail? Yeah. So I don't know whether it's Chris not wanting to give her the detail or her not involving herself enough except, like, you know, at 9 o'clock at night going, oh, shit, have you organised that? It's like, dude, I fucking organised everything. Leave me alone. Do you know what I mean? She would just be the worst person to work with. (sighs) She's the worst the worst, and again in confessional, that she's devastated. That's how she puts it. Devastated <laughs> that Chris is going to miss the video. He's missing two scenes. Yeah, I didn't get it. I didn't get the point. Like you got your mum there, you got all your friends there. Who cares? Why does he need to be there when your your scene is you hugging a fake boyfriend for the film clip? <laughs> I don't know. You got all your real life people in it, except you got an actor to play your boyfriend, and your actual husband's not in it. So, like, I- who cares if he's not there? Yeah, that's true. You've already got a fake boyfriend there. Yeah. I know, and the song's about (laughs) driving back to your husband, except he's not in it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay, so Chris originally a couple episodes ago said he was organising extras. Now the extras are just the ladies. Where are all the real extras? Is it because of COVID they couldn't be there? Nah. I don't know why her mum's in it. Sorry. Well, we needed it for the show. Oh, Okay. Is it rude that I'm like, all the ladies are not the right age group to be extras? Not for a Fast and Furious drag racing scene. That's what scene. I'm saying. Like, 
But we needed them there because we ended up using their cars. I went, as soon as they um, we were seeing tidbits of the cars not being there. I'm like, well, why don't they just borrow Karen's car? And they did. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What I was... love Karen's key ring. It was one of those big fluffy things. Oh yeah, they're really in, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it, but that's cool. Like, are you going to lose your keys that bad that you need a big fluffy <laughs> thing? It is kind of cute, I guess. I don't know. What did you think of Giselle Sonny's and Wendy's two-pack style bandana? Oh, my God, Giselle Sonny's. They were just something to look at, weren't they? They were. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't even. They. It was very like Tron, and I was like, no, we're going for Fast and the Furious. We're not going for Tron. Yeah. Once again, I just think that as funny as it was to have the women in the film clip, I assumed that they were going to, like, fade into the background of the real extras, but they were the extras. It just seemed a bit of a disconnect to me for the particular style and of the film clip, that's all. Yeah, yeah Candace is a long way to go till she gets to Luann levels where she can really manage her castmates as extras. Exactly. Or, as, you know, singing a line. It's true. What do I want for Christmas? Just, just you. you. Um, and the funny thing is with that is every time we sing it, we're so off key because we don't actually know what the key's supposed to be. <laughs> there is no key. There is no key. So she's on the tour, Luann. Oh, the, the tour dates are out, baby. Oh, what I wouldn't for, give. For her Christmas show. Yeah. I've Come been, to Australia, Lou. I've seen, oh, she's only doing like nine shows. So mm. that's her tour. But I'm sure they'll extend it. How could she, she could not? sell out the Sydney Opera House if she wanted to. Oh, Luann, we need you. Yeah, for sure. She'd be great. How good would that be? Oh. Yeah. This is when Dorothy arrives and Mia asks Dorothy how old she is. Wendy thinks that is so rude. What do you think? Uh, it, it is an odd question to ask. I don't know if I would ask. Yeah, I think. But was, like, when do you get butt out of it? I think she, Mia was trying to insinuate that Dorothy looked good for her age. I got the impression that Mia was very excited to see someone's mum. Yeah. Because her own oh, yeah, doesn't yeah, seem yeah. very interested in her. Candace arrives from filming at another location. Basically, all the ladies are there and they're like, where the fuck's Candace? Where the fuck's Candace? Candace finally <laughs> arrives. It's 5.41 p.m. and the sun goes down at 6.32 and the cars aren't there. She calls Chris. Chris doesn't answer. And I'm like, you got to call the day before. you got to double check on the day. you got to communicate all throughout the day when something's coming that you need and you don't get the impression that they're as committed as you need them to be, which mm -hmm. apparently Chris did. But anywho, didn't work. Mia asks Dot if Chris is coming. She knows Chris isn't coming. She's stirring the pot and I'm here for it. Karen says that Dot needs to cut they call her Dot, so now I'm calling her Dot. She needs to cut Chris some slack because he's a new husband and he's doing all the things. And Dorothy's like, I don't think this is a good idea. And then Mia chimes in, she doesn't think it's a good idea. And Wendy's all like, don't mess with people's families. I mean, I loved it. I'm so glad Dorothy did all this. And Mia's asking, Me too. Mia's asking Dorothy if Chris is getting paid, which she knows the answer, right? Yeah, she's she's being fun. Mia's being shady boots. Yeah, and this is where you get the um, bit with Giselle, which I think you, this might have been when it started turning for you. You can let me know when Wendy asks Ascala about the what the Green Eyed Bandit said and, um, and spills that Mia's being messy and Giselle's like, she wants to know all of this too. She's glad mm -hmm. that Mia asked 
And then she's like, well, if he is if he is getting paid, then they need to dock his pay today because he's not here. <laughs> and she's here for me to get all the gossip basically. And even Robin's like, I was wondering that question too, but basically she just didn't have the balls to ask it. I get what you're saying about Giselle. She, she was a fun present. She was fun in this episode because, again, she wasn't just being bitchy to Karen. She was being shady to everybody. And that's that's all I want. <laughs> I want unilateral shade. And then Wendy, I don't think she was right to go up to Candace and tell her. Not at the shoot. No, not when there's a crisis of a vehicle. Wait until the sun's down and we've, we've called cut. Exactly. Like, what? Yeah, that wasn't productive at all. No, that's a good way to put it. And that's when Candace is in confessional says, what did she say? Oh, she was just being she was just being bitchy. I don't know what I wrote. All I wrote is she's like the chick from below deck. But anyway, oh, she was being bitchy about Mia. She says because your husband picked you up from the curb and put you on a salary for being a trophy wife with those bubble lips and big feet. She she needs to get over the feet. She needs to get over the picking on people's physical appearance. No one thinks that's she, fun. She never will. No. She doesn't learn her lesson. She's, I, she's a piece of shit. And, like, did you see her on Watch What Happens Live? Mm-hmm. She just, like, Andy did that do you regret this game, and she didn't regret a single thing. And this is why I liken her to that Lexi from Below Deck, is that when someone says something to Candace she doesn't like, it's like she turns back and, like, she doesn't just go for a swing. She pummels them. Yeah, she and, and it's not shade when it's nasty like no. that. That's not. She thinks she's so good at dealing shade, and no, I'm like, no, that's not, not what shade is. Bitch. No. You're just being horrible. Shade is funny. This is yeah. not funny. I mean, Lexi got fired. Does this mean that Candace can get fired if they're the same person? <sighs> we can only hope. We can only hope. And that's when we get the hot mic on Dorothy, who then says she knows she's mic'd, so it wasn't a hot mic. It was a cold mic. I know. <laughs> it was a cold mic. But it's funny because she half covers up her face when she's talking to Karen and says, I didn't expect him to quit his job after he got married and be a house husband. Now, he didn't quit his job. The restaurant closed. <laughs> And then it's COVID. What's he supposed to do? And then she says something about all she wants him to do is to move up and refine yourself or something like that. I'm like, is she basically saying that it's not good enough for her daughter to be married to a chef? She might be saying that, yeah. I just felt she's, like... I mean, she's awful, but I love watching her. Oh, yeah. She's great TV, but she is fucking terrible. And Karen's in confessional singing, like, church songs for Jesus to save her. <laughs> that was great. That was funny. great. And by now it's 6.05 p.m., so sunset's in the 27 minutes. They start shooting and then they're all, like, checking out the so-called love interest and Mia makes a comment that she needs five more inches because the guy was a bit short. (laughs) I mean, he wasn't short for Candace. She's a pocket rocket. And that's when Chris rocks up in his work clothes and his apron and he looks totally mad and says, fuck that shit under his breath. And yeah, like, he was he was coming in hot. He was, but he would have rocked up in the car. Production would have greeted him. They would have put a mic pack on him. Like, I just felt like him being angry was a little staged. Because it's not yeah, like he got I, out of the car yeah. and ran over. He would have had to get a mic pack put on. Production would have told him where to walk. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Anyway, he's pissed because he said the cars were confirmed that day at lunchtime and he keeps saying something that he checked in with some chick named Steph. This Steph chick's going to cop it. I don't know who Steph is, but Steph's going to cop it. 
and they've got 12 minutes to go to get the shot done because it's now quarter past six. And look, they get it done. But this is when Dorothy's making fun of him. She's like, why is he showing out? And he was at the house cooking like it was nothing. And then she says, you supposedly make money from that. Oh, she's, yeah. I'm like, he's teaching an online cooking class. Yes, you get paid. I don't understand where she's coming from. And that's when Robin says, do you think he's getting comfortable? And Dot (laughs) says, hell yeah, he's doing some side gig. And then she says, unemployment. I don't know. Yeah, Dorothy sucks. Like, is she insinuating that he's on unemployment benefits? Even if he Maybe. is. Even if he is. The guy was a chef at a restaurant, the restaurant closed, and now it's COVID, so he can't get another job. He's doing the best he can. I don't know. I don't well, get yeah. it. Yeah, I don't get it either. I'd be, I'd be going, if I was him after I watched that scene, I'd be going into her room and ripping up that cardboard cutout. I'd be cutting her <laughs> out of my life. I'd have so much fun with that cardboard cutout. I know. And then that's when Robin's like, that's a big old house. And then Dorothy says, I'm not saying anything about that. So I don't know if she's trying to insinuate that she's paying for the house or she just means that Candace is paying for the house. Because on Watch What Happens Live. I don't think Dorothy has much credibility. No. And on Watch What Happens Live, she does, Candace does say that, um, that Dorothy's not paying for the house. I don't know what Dorothy's doing. I just think that she doesn't think that Chris is good enough for her kid. Mm-hmm. Little does she know that when it comes to divorce, Chris will be the one divorcing Candace and not the other way around. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. And then Giselle even does a dig. She's pissed at Chris for not bringing them food. I'm like, they're all making fun of him. They're all making fun of the fact that he's a chef. I'm like, so does that make – why are you laughing? It's funny. I mean, I get it it's funny, but just in the context of all of it, I just think that they're all really being mean. It's like he works with his hands, therefore he's less than they are. Because <laughs> none of them work. <laughs> I, well, that's what I mean. None of them actually – I mean, they do the show, but that's their job. <gasps> oh, my God, I, you're right. And you're, I just realised not one of them have a – oh, no, Wendy has a job. She's got a part-time job. She's on the teams. Freelance at best. Yeah. And she works at the uni. She's a lecturer. I think she stopped that. I think she's still doing it, man. Remember she moved into a house close to work? I don't know. I've sort of tuned out on Wendy. Yeah. Anyway, they get the shot, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's basically it. Giselle does say to Dorothy, I did say that he's riding on her coattails, i.e. Chris, about about Chris and Candace, and Dorothy turns around and gives Giselle the biggest hug for saying that. What's happening next time? Anything interesting? Nah. Uh, Mia and Candace fight, Robin and Wendy fight, and then Karen yells at them about getting vaccinated. And calls them oh, vaccinated. I've been saying that in my head like, every time it comes up. I'm vaccinated. Oh, I still have to get my second vaccination. Can't wait. All right, Salt Lake City. Here we come. What is with me today? Saying the dumbest things. No, it's energy. It's nice. I feel like a bit of a moron today. Anyway, episode two, Salt Lake City. As I said to you before we started, all I want to talk about is that full size Meg fridge in Mary's kids room mm-hmm. he has a two thousand dollar fridge and he's got fake gucci sheets i yeah. don't i can't reconcile one with the other in my brain that's all <laughs> there's a lot going on in mary's place what about that um that what, what was that like a, a sconce or an ugly it was a wall sconce, yeah and she bought it because she was on a period she's decided that it's ugly now i'm like bitch everything in your house is ugly from the green carpet <laughs> to the excessive fake designer goods i have a i have a feeling that her 
her closet is a mix of real and fake. I don't think she mm-hmm. cares. As long as there's a logo on it, she wants it. Yeah, her house was gross, man. It's fucking gross. No, she needs to get an interior designer because her taste is as bad as Giselle's. Oh, and she needs to burn all her hats. Yeah. Oof. I feel really itchy when we're in her house. Do you know what I'm yeah. just, I just feel really itchy. Just like yeah, a, a lot very of dust. Episode of hoarded. Yeah, it is. What did you think about Jen Shaw giving some of her things away <laughs> to Goodwill? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, Jen. So they're doing that because it's Ramadan. That's that's the impression I got from her her nephew, right? His name is Dwayne, but they call him Stu Chains. I don't know. Let's just call him Dwayne. <laughs> So Dwayne says it's Ramadan, so she should give some of the stuff away. And I do know that I have Muslim friends that they have to, just like a lot of religions, you've got to do, you've got to give things away and do goodwills and the rewards are multiplied in Ramadan. So if you give stuff away during the time of Ramadan, it like you rack up more points. I don't know how else to put it. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I don't know how else to put it, but yeah, your good deeds are multiplied. So that's basically why she's given a couple of things away. Uh, and then we find out from her in confessional that her nephew Dwayne used to live in South Central LA, and he had contacted her to say he needs help getting he and his family out. And she didn't contact him for months because she was going through shit. So she contacted him just before filming. Coincidence, yeah. much? How timely? Yeah, I mean. I mean, she was just too busy stealing from the elderly, quite frankly. So, I mean, what else happens in this episode apart from Heather and Jen getting together? Yeah, well, that ice palace was really cool. It was, wasn't it? This is the friendship juice that she was talking about. This is the juice that she's giving. Because, yeah, it is hard to see what anyone gets out of Jen or a relationship with Jen because she's such a toxic person. But that Ice Palace was cool. They say she's a good time and she's fun. And clearly we know she's been stealing from all these people. So I wonder if when they're having (laughs) said good time, she's footing the bill. Yeah, that might be the case. It doesn't mean that money is everything, obviously, but it's that whole attitude of when you're throwing money around that nothing matters but being in the moment with someone. So Mm. maybe that's what they're all getting high off. (laughs) I I don't want to say I feel bad for Jen, but I relate to her, how she's saying like, yeah, so I liked a few comments on social media because I always like mean tweets and, and create mean tweets about people. So I sort, of, I sort of am on her side there. But who are you creating these mean tweets about? Them. <laughs> That's yeah. what. Yeah, well, but it's not about your friend's kid. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I sort of resist that temptation. Like, when, okay. <laughs> Going back to that conversation when when Jen doesn't understand why everyone's upset with her when she's talking to Lisa and Jenny. Okay. She doesn't get it. So I understand she doesn't get it. We all know she doesn't get it. What I want to know is why do they not open the sewing machines and where are those fucking pants? They were going to sew pants. There was They got there with the sewing yeah. machine and then all of a sudden they're eating. Couldn't be bothered. Couldn't be bothered. Why did you have to buy so wasteful? Why did you have to buy sewing machines if no one's going to use said sewing machines? It bothered me. Yeah. 
Why do we need dicky little activities? Like, remember on New York when they, like, they started jeans, the <laughs> yummy mummy jeans? <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and didn't yeah. someone cut up someone else's expensive <laughs> placemats or something? Was it Dorinda's? <laughs> was it Dorinda's placemats? Someone, I don't remember, but someone was, they were, yeah, they were bedazzling <laughs> jeans and someone cut up someone's expensive something because they thought it was just random shit. <laughs> yeah, funny. Oh, my God, I love it. And that not that the one when Bethany had the massive fight with John Medesian? Oh, I don't remember that one. I think it was I think it was later in that same episode. Oh, peak. Oh, peak, Roni. I could use a good dry cleaner. <laughs> what else, what else, what else? Okay, um, what I don't get about the whole Jen Shaw not getting this thing about Meredith is how she thinks that there's – that it's about her, that she said that Meredith's kid was making fun of her vagina. I don't get this. He, she said he was he was saying derogatory things about my vagina. All he said was he was uncomfortable that he saw it in his home, right? Nothing but else. But he didn't actually see it. Yes. She just flashed her leg. She was wearing, like, underwear. Was she? I don't uh, know if she was wearing uh. underwear. I don't know. I don't think she was wearing underwear. I think she was flashing her legs in a drunken state and dude saw her fucking vagina. I don't think she was actually like, here's my vagina. No, I think she was just flailing around and her skirt was riding up and he's like, I can see your vagina. And then when Meredith and Brooks were on the Watch What Happens Live, did you see that? I listened to the podcast one, yeah. Exactly. That This is the point that Meredith raised and I thought it was a very good point. He was saying, I'm uncomfortable in my own home that my mother's friend is flashing a vagina and she said, Meredith said, Jen was told multiple times to stop doing it by assistance. <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's a little bit funny. That I, <laughs> and I think we need, I think we were, we were saying, was it last week, like Brooks is like 17 or something. He's, he's like in his 20s. He's 17. No, he's like 21. Really? Yeah. Why are we all so saying think... he's 17? Where did we get that? Know. I'm pretty sure I, I I'm pretty sure I got it from Meredith. Well, I don't I don't think he is. I think he's an adult what? who just happens to be a biological child of a housewife, but he's using it for his <laughs> tracksuit and his harnesses and I don't have any sympathy for him. I'm googling it, man. He's oh, he's oh born my... in 1991. No, I would say 1999, so he's 21. He's 21. Why? Yeah. Where are we getting that he's 17? <laughs> I swear I know, to God I got that from Meredith. Well, she's telling Porky's because he's he's in his 20s and he's, he's utilising the show. And I think, you know what, you're going to get a few tweets calling you a privileged tweet. Like, you're going to have to get over that if you're going to leverage your platform. Now that this- you don't have to be on the show. All the other kids aren't. Like putting themselves on the show, but you are. Now that so he's 21, it, you, she's got to stop calling him a kid. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's he's an adult and has been for a few years now. Stop getting I, your mummy to fight your battles for you, love. I know. he. So he would have been, what, like 19 during that vagina flashing incident maybe? Oh, okay. I'm completely on the other side now. I've yeah. flipped. I've done a flip. If he's like a 17-year-old kid and that had been going on for a couple of years, I would – because in my mind that's what it was. He was 17. I swear to God Meredith said at some point 17-year-old kid. I wrote it down. Maybe I made – did I make that up? (gasps) No. No, maybe Meredith misspoke. I don't trust this Meredith. Did you see also on that Watch What Happens Live she was like – when someone said, did you call the feds or whatever, she (gasps) was like – 
don't come for my family. Yes. You, know, like, you, you didn't do it. You're just saying that. Yeah. Cloud. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of funny that she said that at the time. But now, I mean, I get it. It's still her kid. So really my opinion shouldn't change. But again, I don't have kids. So maybe I don't, I can't know what she feels. But I don't know. I'm oscillating. On one hand, I'm completely agreeing with you. And then on the other hand, I'm completely agreeing with Meredith. Oh my God, I'm a Heather. <laughs> I just think he needs to get over it. Like, so she was drunk. She flashed to Virgin. It happened. I mean, the tweet thing, yeah, but, like, also, she, she didn't write the tweet. She just liked the tweet. So you're saying that if I like a tweet that's bad about someone, it's not the same as saying it myself? No, it's not as bad. Really? Yeah, oh, totally. I would think it was as bad. Is this, like, a generational misfire? Because I'm as old as these ladies are and you're not. <laughs> Maybe. And let's I'm face like, it, the I... Twitter is not my f- – is not my forte or my foray, and it really isn't. I don't care how much you use the Twitter. If you're old like me, it ain't your thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like, I, not- I've liked a lot of nasty tweets about Candace and Erica and Kyle, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and I do say some nasty things as well, but, like, there's a difference. There is a difference, I think, when we're commenting on a show and commenting, again, commenting on your friend's kid. It's a fucking difference. <laughs> yeah, and it's there like is. if if someone wants to say, okay, but they're not friends, they're colleagues. If you liked a nasty tweet about one of your colleagues' kids, you don't think that your colleague at work would come up to you and go, "What the fuck's that?" I know, but also he he was in that conversation on air in confessional, being like, "She's flashing her vagina," like or something. I can't remember exactly that scene. It was a while I just ago, don't but- know why Jen was so mad about that. Why is she so mad about the fact that he commented on the fact that he could see her vagina? When, I think she's retroactively mad. When she's not she, actually mad. She's just bringing it up like the pasta sauce with Kyle and um, Garcelle. It's just like, oh, here's an example. It's like you're you going to get mad at him for mentioning the fact that he could see your vagina because you're <laughs> a drunk mess? <laughs> I mean, she's a horrible person. <laughs> like, I just have some sympathy. I think you're right. Instead of getting mad, Meredith should just be saying, uh, bitch, you're a drunk fucking mess. He can say what he likes about what he saw. Ugh. Yeah. And yeah. Jen just goes from zero to aggro in two seconds. Like she's having a conversation with Lisa about this whole thing and she does the Erica thing where she just starts screaming to deflect any questions being asked. It's uh, I, I hate that. It's, it's not a great approach. strange, man. And then I don't know how at this ice castle, how Heather went from being pissed, rightly so, at Jen to saying to her, I feel like you're breaking up with me. And it's like, bitch, no, you were breaking up with her, remember? I know. If someone called me racist, I would be so upset and I would not want to be friends with them. She called her racist, a liar, a manipulator and honey boo boo. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> wasn't wasn't there like an animal as well? A manatee. <laughs> that's bad. That's so bad. See, Jen's horrible, but she is funny. <laughs> but then you then you can say the same thing about Candace. She's not funny. I don't laugh at Candace. No, I don't know. I don't think Jen's funny. I mean, saying the words "honey boo boo" is funny. It's got nothing to do with the poor kid. That's just a funny <laughs> thing to say. Do you know what I mean? Like no, those but, like, words Heather together. Heather does sort of look like a grown-up honey boo-boo. Like just the facial composition. Oh, yeah, if she scrunches her face up, I get ya. <laughs> yeah. I just, 
yeah. I just, I think that um, Jen Shaw activates me. So I just get really mad when I see her. Like mm. she's just, she's that housewife that I, in my mind I'd happily punch in the face. <laughs> yep. That's it. And then she's crying and playing the victim. And Heather buys oh, yeah, it. Yeah. She buys it. Yeah, I Heather, this was your out. Knowing what was to come, exactly. Heather, like you really should have just pulled out right here. I know. And then Jen's oh, well. thing, Jen turns around in confessional. You know, I think it's that whole like, you know, why do you love Heather or whatever? And she says she's the only friend that can sing the same rap songs I can sing, which is a lot in Utah. This I don't is, know if it is a, like, yeah. This is what she loves about her. She's just got to have more than one friend and she knows that Heather will take her back. It's the worst. And then yeah. and then Jen tries to cook and throws churros in the fire. <laughs> that was funny. Oh, yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah. And that's pretty much the episode. I mean. Yeah, that's it. What else happens? Whitney Nothing. whinges oh, to her Whitney. husband that she wants sex. And she said, we are only doing it like two, three times a week. And I was like, that's still a lot. That's a lot for a married couple. Yeah. Especially because he's not super attractive. <laughs> like if I was married to him. Two to three, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. And I did think it was funny in the confessional that she um, does a little show and tell of yeah, that was funny. Of what going through the motions was. and then yeah. I'm really enjoying Ditsy Whitney. Yeah. I think that's the real Whitney, quite frankly. Yeah. And what do you think about this Dewey wanting another baby? I'm not happy about that. Leave her alone. Leave Jenny alone. Uh, yeah, She's agreed. She's popped out three fucking kids, dude. Leave She's her alone. Her time. I know. And there's that cute little kid of theirs with the cracking of the jokes. She's yeah, funny. funny. I think oh, she's she, funny. Does she want to be a comedian? She'd be good. Yeah, I do think they were like pre-written and, and she's like, I'm going to say this in this filming session she today. She delivers them well. <laughs> when her mum asks for parsley and she's like, it's not the Bruce Lee, it's the parsley. I, I like that one. <laughs> I like that one better than the wave joke. She's fun. I like her. Fuck Melania. This one comes with like tricks and shit. <laughs> Yeah. She's good. Is there anything else you want to talk about with Salt Lake? No. You done? I'm done. All right. So next time they were doing they're doing this thing, it's skiing but it's not skiing. I don't know what those things were. Did you did you see that bit? No. You don't remember? They were like flat skiing but it looked like a I don't know, you'll have to see it next time. I'm not explaining it properly. They're doing this weird not skiing thing. Again, Dewey wants more kids. Jen Shaw plans an outing for all the girls, which they're fishing in the snow. I'm like, she's too busy to be planning outings, and so that's why she comes up with fishing in the snow. And then <laughs> Meredith, I know <laughs> Meredith and Jen get into it again, and um, yeah, I'm looking forward to Meredith losing her shit at Jen. I'm looking forward to someone else losing their shit apart from yeah. Jen. I just want to see someone lose shit every episode. Oh, I just want to. Can we just skip to the part where Jen gets arrested? Can we please? Oh, seriously. I mean, it's cute and everything, but if we have to deal with like four more episodes of this, um, I'm going to get bored. Well, how many? Was it three months later or one month earlier? Like Two what months? What was the time frame they gave us? Let me go back to the first episode in Minorities. That is a good point. I didn't think of that. Because uh, if it's just one month, like we might get there in a couple of episodes. Two months. Two months. Okay. That's going to be like halfway through the season, dude. Yeah. Because don't they normally film over three – I don't know. I keep thinking they film over three months, like, but – because a lot of the – Well, I'm just thinking with with that episode of Beverly, they flashback to three months ago, which was Garcelle's 
birthday party, uh-huh. which doesn't feel like it was three months, but they no. did have the COVID shutdown. So yeah, that's who knows. true. Two months, I reckon, will be five, six episodes at least. Because look, that was a cute episode, but if this is all the show was, I'd be bored. I'm excited because I know what's to come. Exactly. Like if I run into, if I'm on the street and I run into a friend who watches Bravo, we're not talking about this episode of Salt Lake. We're talking about what's to come on Salt Lake. A hundred percent. And cooking classes and fucking penis headbands is not really what I'm after. <laughs> I mean, that's fine, <laughs> but it's it's not what we want. We want to rest. We do. And I'm what like, thing? and the cult leader rumours, I'm interested in that. That that just needs to be a tidbit, unless it's true, then I'm very interested. Do you think it's true? I think it might be. Well, all religions are cults when you cut down to it. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Don't leave us bad reviews. Oh, speaking of, we got a good review. Oh, my God. We've, review. we've had some really cute reviews. It just warms so, the cockles, doesn't it? Yeah. T- Tanika19. We love you. Bravo, bravo. Just discovered this podcast. You're both a hoot. Thanks, Tanika. We love you. Oh, you didn't read out the Texas one. All I said was thank you, Texas. Well, that wasn't a review. She just said something in a tweet. Oh, I love Texas. <laughs> She's nice. <laughs> and 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 that last one was so adorable. That's really sweet. It makes me blush. Yeah, thank you, guys. Reach <laughs> out and leave her a positive review. <laughs> positive reviews only. Tell us why you hate Erica and Jen Shaw. We're up for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, good times. So, oh, speaking of, did you see the little um, two-second video clip? Was it page six where some, one of the um, reporters was was with? They saw Tom and his brother and was asking Tom how he was, and then said, "Oh, did you? Um, how much of this did Erica know?" And that's when Tom's no. brother goes, "That's enough. That's enough." And oh. yeah, it only goes for two seconds, and then. Tom, and he looks completely like, I don't know what's going on, like a five-year-old's excited when someone says hi to them. And he said something like, I think she knew. (gasps) But he does seem real space cadet. So, Mm. and he doesn't answer in the correct tense either. I think he's like, they're like, how much did Erica know or something like that? And he's like, I think she knew. I think she knew. And it's like, so he did seem um, out of it. Not out of it. That's a really fucked up way to put it. He did seem like he wasn't 100% aware of what was being asked. Okay. Um, I.e. the Alzheimer's defense. This is why I'm like, oh, no, he's either a brilliant actor or it's true. Yeah. I don't know. Well, he's, I don't know. Yeah, don't exactly. We've got to call and, it. And this is the whole point. They want us to be of two minds. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's it's – Beyond reasonable doubt or whatever, isn't it? I don't know. So says the TV. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, bye. 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 Told you I'm in a fucking weird mood. Bye. (laughs)